If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to the Best Morning Routine Ever podcast, the show that proves no one stumbles upon success ever. With your host, Lou Need. Every Mondays and Thursdays, we deliver cold heart evidence behind the power of a robust morning routine. Get ready to be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Hello, morning enthusiasts. Welcome to the Best Morning Routine Ever podcast. I am your host, Dr. Lou Need. And today I have a phenomenal guest coming on to the show, Fresh Hawkless. He is the founder of CB Nation and Blue uh, 16 Media. So this focuses on business to business, focusing on increasing the business success rate by providing visibility and resources for CEOs, entrepreneurs, business owners. And this is really nice because it's always good to look at how do you promote your business to other businesses? How do you partner with other um, businesses to grow and scale? And I think this is the focus of Fresh's model is scalability uh, to a bigger market and, and businesses. So with no further ado, it's a pleasure to introduce him to the show. So Gresh, welcome. Dr. Lou, need a pleasure is all mine. I appreciate you having me on the show. Absolutely. Thank you for taking the time. Let's talk about it. Um, so with Branding, it's a lot of things. It's marketing, it's it's social media, it's you know, messaging, it's branding. But yours is very unique because you're focusing on B2B. So tell us about that, what kind of led to that aspect of it. Yeah, it's so funny. Um, you know, I I always have been interested in entrepreneurship and business before I even knew what that was. So I tell a lot of people like one of my first entrepreneurial ventures was I started a family newspaper. And Mm -hmm. um, I did that when I was 10 years old, because my dad was in the military, he went to an entirely different country. So I basically went on Microsoft Word, put some clip art, and basically put together some of the things that were going on within our family, um, so that we could send to my dad. But I also so sold the subscriptions to, to our family members and close friends as well. So for me, I've always loved 
content and media before we use all those buzzwords. And I think that as I started to realize that about myself, I started to hear that, hey, there's this word called entrepreneur. Um, so what is that? And I started to talk to people who had businesses and I'm like, hey, I kind of like it. I feel like I'm at home. So for me, like the, the B2B audience and the, the, you know, everything that we do from the website design, support, SEO, the, the podcast, the blog, all the content is really to hopefully I always say highlight the people that I think are the real superheroes of the world that are, you know, sacrificing, you know, time, money, you know, everything in between to be able to go sometimes chase a dream that other people sometimes don't want to do that. And I've always like looked at myself as an opportunity to kind of learn, you know, from other, you know, business owners, entrepreneurs and CEOs, but also to, to hopefully highlight them as much as possible. Yeah, no, that's that's great. Entrepreneurship does, it's not just fascinating, but it just changes you. I think a lot of us take this journey because of who we become along the way and in the process. And so it's interesting to always hear the hero's journey to how we got here. <laughs> yeah, um, tell us about um, some of the the importance of scaling, right? Because you, you're not, you're working with the B2B and so why is that important for longevity of a business um, life? Yeah, I think that and in, in I feel like most people that are those entrepreneurs and then going on that journey, because it is definitely a journey, um, you, you have a place that you want to try to go to. And I think that I've learned and, and seen that goal and where do you want to go to always kind of depends on the person. And I think one of the most powerful things is that you get the opportunity to decide for yourself and for your organization exactly where you want to go as an organization. But often that word scalability comes up. You're trying to figure mm -hmm. out how can you potentially leverage the opportunity to do what you always wanted to do, which is make a bigger impact to more people, whether you're, yeah. um, you know, a, a person that's creating the latest widget to a person that is maybe, you know, the, the local, you know, business owner that's trying to reach more and more people. So the beauty of, I think, everything that we're seeing now with technology and the internet and especially marketing and, and advertising in so many different ways is you have the opportunity to kind of replicate yourself in many different ways. You can be visible when you're sleeping, when you're eating, when you're doing all all the mm -hmm. things where you aren't able to quote unquote like promote your business for example so i think when we're talking about scalability it's so important because we have so many different tools at our fingertips. But a lot of what I do is really try to kind of reverse engineer, for lack of a better term, so people can understand these are the tools. I like to call them ingredients to the recipe to your success. So if scalability is a big part of your recipe, then you want to figure out what ingredients and tools are going to help you to scale to the people that can you can help make an impact with as much as possible. So that's a lot of like the, the opportunity that's there. And I think the, the gift and sometimes the curse as well too, is that there's not necessarily one size fits all when we're talking about scalability, but there's usually mm -hmm. different practices, principles, and things that you can implement to have a more scalable brand and business. Mm -hmm. And that visibility, getting in front of the right people, the front of the right corporations. And I think about the big companies, you know, Pepsi, McDonald's, when they started out, there was a, it was different era. Right. It was a different time of age. The marketing tactics were different. There was a lot of TV ads. Let's talk about how the game has changed and how today is it easier or is it a little is it congested with social media making it things so accessible? 
Yeah, you know, it, it, funny enough, it's a, it's a mix of a little bit of both. And, you know, there's this word that everybody sometimes loves when you know it and hates when you don't know it, which is algorithms. So just about every different social media platform, SEO, Google, they have their algorithms of how they try to feed what they think is relevant to you. So I think what's happening is that there is definitely more and more content, more and more things. So it's making the world a lot noisier, but on the flip side, these tech companies, what they're doing is they're leveraging algorithms a lot of times to help to kind of reach their goals from a business standpoint, but also yeah. to feed to the people that they're trying to serve exactly what they're looking for. So like if you log in, you have the same exact friends as somebody else, you log into your Facebook, you're going to see a different set of posts and feeds than somebody else would. And that's basically related to that algorithm. So I think it's, it's a combination of both where it definitely is noisier, but I think it also is a great opportunity because if you are able to truly understand who you're targeting, truly understand how to serve them, them, then you get the opportunity to really kind of cut through that noise and really mm. be a brand and an organization that people could stand behind. Yeah, you know how to penetrate through directly to the individuals. First, kind of, kind of like ads with TV ads, you kind of spray the water and hopefully it lands on someone type of thing. With this, it's more niche. It's more direct to them. And to do that, the messaging has to be right. Let's talk about the messaging and how do we get clarity on that? Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's so funny. I love what you said before we, we, we hopped on and, and you said it's, it's definitely going to be like a conversation. And I think that when we think of all the things that we're doing, the the TikToks, the Instagrams, the LinkedIn's, the fate, all these different ways that we could communicate on our blog and podcasts and just there, there's so many different ways. But I think if we get down to talking about messaging and maybe even simplifying it enough to say it's a conversation. And a lot of times people have considered your brand to be a promise. And when you start to look at your brand, what you do and how you do it as a promise, it starts to humanize it. But it, I think it also helps it to be more of a conversation. So of course, each of these different social media platforms, each of the different ways that you can market your business has their own nuances, their best practices, tips and tidbits. But I think if we can kind of demystify it and understand yeah. and look at it more as a conversation, I think that's always going to set ourselves up for success. And it's going to help us to distinguish our and our voice so that we can ultimately have that conversation and hopefully get those clients and customers. Yeah, it's like having a, um, getting in, in the conversation that's happening in their heads, right? <laughs> Being able to find out what that pinpoint is and identifying. Um, how crucial is that to do it on set, on in the beginning, that market research piece of it to actually get that problem before you begin creating a solution? Yeah, absolutely. And I always kind of butcher the quote, but there's a quote, I think it was by Abraham Lincoln or something is, is that if, if I was trying to cut something, I would measure seven times before I cut once. And I think that gets back to that market research and understanding that sometimes the most um, impactful thing you could do is before you hop into whatever it is that you're doing. And a lot of times when I give a talk and I feel like I say, everybody is in the media business, you are a media company, you should mm -hmm. approach it that way. And I kind of analogize that to going to the grocery store to figure out what's the dish that you want to make and you figure out what those ingredients are that you're going to put into your cart. A lot of times, the most impactful thing you can do is before you go to the grocery store, it's before you hop on whatever new platform there is, before you start to figure out 
should I start a blog or a podcast or whatever that might be? Because it's going to help you to make the strategic decisions to filter through the things that you should do or shouldn't do because you know that your target market isn't there or you know that your target market might dislike that platform tremendously. Mm -hmm. So you start to be a lot more strategic and it's just going to drill down when you're having those conversations, the messaging. So I think it's I think it's so overlooked and such a big misconception that you don't do the market research because it's only going to set you up for success. So you don't have to cut over and over and over again. Yeah, absolutely. Because just because the platforms are available doesn't mean you should hop on it because it may not be your avatar is not hanging out there or doesn't right. care for it much. Like, so you may just be killing it on IG and not so much Facebook and that's okay. You know, I, there's a need to get on all platforms because that's what people are. Let's reach the masses. And that's a misconception that really does eat away at your time and energy. So let's talk about energy in terms of as in the web as a business owner, you know, you either got to automate, delegate. There's another one. There's a third one. But conserving your energy and your time, you know, because your, your time is, is money at this uh, at this point. Yeah, absolutely. And it's so huge to be able to do that. Uh, I think one of the things that I tell myself over and over again, and you can hear that, you know, so many times from people that I've even had on my show that, you know, burnout is real. And a lot of times Mm -hmm. that happens because you aren't filling up your cup, you aren't putting your oxygen mask on first, you aren't doing these things to make sure that you are able to lead, you are able to make the impact. And sometimes we can, especially because entrepreneurial people, I think are so much givers and they want to give of you know everything that they can to be yeah. able to help impact people that we have to make sure that we are you know replenishing um our energy mental physical emotional there's just so many different things that you can do but i think that that's why you know i love everything that you're doing because it brings a highlight to like how important that is especially in the beginning of the day to make sure you are filling up your cup because you know you are going to be giving so much of yourself. And I think if we don't prioritize that or realize that that is something that is not a negotiable, it's a, it's a have to, it's a priority, it's a requirement, then we're just going to not realize that we can't run the marathon that we're ultimately setting out to run. You will not fail. You will not survive. You know how they say, uh, you know, 95% of small businesses don't survive. 95% of entrepreneurs don't survive if they don't have these disciplines. So if they don't have a, a morning routine, something to actually feed themselves, as you say, right? Fill your cup so that you can kind of pour out on not just your team, but like the partners, the clients, the people that you're working with. So it's it's really necessary for your business to thrive. So I'm curious to get um, a little more personal. Let's find about yours. How do you get up, dress up and show up? What's your morning routine like? Yeah, absolutely. So for me, my, my alarm clock usually goes out, goes off at about 445 now. And I, I usually get up and I start out by reading my Bible, you know, I brush my teeth to do all the things, but I start out by reading my Bible. Um, and then I have my dog. So I end up taking my dog out, um, usually 30 to 45 minutes. Often I'm also listening to, um, you know, a Bible sermon or something along those lines, but related to the Bible verse that I read, I come back in. Usually I, you know, try to get a workout in. Um, super quick workout just to kind of get me going. And then from there, I have a morning meeting with my wife. Um, I'm usually drinking like a shake or something like that. And then um, I wake up our son and then, uh, you know, go and take him to school and do all the things. And then I come back and I'm ready to kind of go for the day. But that's, you know, what it is now. But I'm always kind of tweaking it and changing. Mm-hmm. I'm always listening to podcasts like yours and saying, okay, maybe I want to try to in- incorporate that. And I think the the thing that I've loved 
loved most of, and then, you know, learned so much about the, my morning routine is that it doesn't have to be set in stone. I get to experiment. I get to try out different yeah. things. And sometimes, you know, there's a season for everything. So sometimes that season is not for me to do this specific thing and that's okay. So I think when I've given myself the kind of levity and permission to change, adjust and improve, that's when it's gotten for me to be a lot more exciting. Yeah, definitely have to have grace. Um, it's just like the journey, the entrepreneurial journey. So does your morning routine will change depending on the season. I'm, and I'm sure it was different for you when your son was younger, you know, a newborn. So it, it varies as um, depending on what's going on in your life. Um, so I like that you highlighted the need to be graceful so that you can be better at it and get better. But you don't stop. You just change, tweak one thing here and there to make it happen. For um, you're naturally an early riser, then you know almost four forty-five. I'm not. This been something that, no. and that's part of the journey as well too. Like I started to realize that you know the more you know family gets older and, and things like that, I, I realize how much I can get done probably in the morning. I'm definitely more of a, you know, a night out, but um, I've been able to kind of gradually adjust. And that in and of itself has been a process because it didn't just happen of where course. I said, okay, let me get up at four. It was like five minutes. Then I would hit the alarm. I would sleep a little bit more. And then, you know, you just start to gradually do that week by week by week. And then now I'm at 445. So hopefully next time we talk, I'll be even earlier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the principle of setting up habits and you just highlighted it, starting small, starting small and then um, rewarding yourself along the way for the small um, wins, the small um, gradual progresses that that we made. And that goes a long way. And before you know it, a new habit is built, you know, because habits are powerful. We have them. We have morning routines, whether we, we intentionally set them or not. Right. We have habits there at our brain puts them in place so that they can solve a problem for us. So if you want to break a habit, you need to replace it. It's not so much break it because it, it's solving a problem. And that, when I found that out, it was just like, oh, this is just powerful. We were going about it all wrong. Yeah. So um, any, you're, you're feeding your soul. You got the spiritual going on in there. Um, how are you hydrating? I know people say glass of water first thing in the morning to re, like kind of replenish detox um, first thing in the morning. Is that something you partake in? So I do a little bit, but if, if you can see, I have this huge gallon of yeah. water as well, too. So I try to drink that in, you know, within the day, especially from working out and, and doing all those things. So I do try to make sure that I am, you know, gradually hydrating, you know, as much as possible, because I know how important, you know, getting your intake of water is um, to your overall health. So it's not something I necessarily have set in stone, but I do have this big, huge jug, the gallon jug that I'm, I know that, okay, if it's a little bit heavy now, I'm a little bit behind time. So let me try to to, you know, get more water into, you know, my, my day, my body. Yeah. Why is it important that we keep our energy optimum? We stay up. Why is that important as an entrepreneur? I appreciate you asking that so much because a lot of what happened to me, like in the very beginning, when I first started my business, which is about 10 years ago, I was super excited, had all the energy. I wanted to take over the world, but I didn't fill up my cup. So one thing I didn't do was I didn't eat breakfast. I didn't drink enough water and I often would skip lunch. So usually around two or three o'clock, I would start to get headaches largely because I didn't have anything for my body to kind of pull from. So I started to really adjust a lot of things for me and, and starting to get that energy early on 
paying attention to what I'm eating, eating, eating at all was important. So yeah. for me, one of the biggest things was making sure I get my morning shake largely because I didn't do that before. And then even to this day, I still have lunch um, blocked out <laughs> on my yeah. calendar because that's a reminder that you need to eat. And I know the kind of the pitfalls of not doing that. So it's a great reminder for me. And I, I definitely see it's night and day, just my energy, just me being able to kind of work out, you know, later on, all that is a result of me kind of doing those things early on. So I've seen the benefits of doing it. Yeah, I agree a hundred percent because we get so caught up because work never stops as an entrepreneur, right? It doesn't end. Our brain doesn't shut off. We have to intentionally um, take the time to shut it off. I like that you have the lunch carve out your day because you're like you need to refuel because we'll just keep going until we burn and run ourselves to the ground and then we can't show up the next day because what did um zig ziglar say motivation doesn't last just like taking a shower you can be on this high the first like month or two weeks of like starting out but don't think longevity this is what the morning routine gives you it gives you longevity but it makes the process really fun because then you you are present. You show up for your clients and you're present. You show up for your team members. You're present. You show up for your wife. You're present. You show up for your son. You're present. And same here. I'm spitting it out, but I'm receiving it as well. It's just, it's beautiful the way it, it, it kind of sets the tone for the rest of the day. And you have a great day. You have a great week. You have a great month. You have a great year. And, you know, you can rent and repeat because you know it works. Yeah, absolutely. Tell me about one thing that, what do you think entrepreneurs, how they should open and close their year? Yeah, I think that especially, you know, a lot of entrepreneurial people, you know, are are their type A's that they want to go, yeah. go, go all the time and, and hit those goals. So I think first and foremost, and the thing that I, I've learned most, you know, from the podcast and, and learning how to, you know, hear consistent things that are coming up is that, you know, of course, there's no one size fits all. It's always going to vary. But because most type A people are driven towards the goal and their favorite goal is the next goal and a goal after that and a goal after that, that I think starting Starting out the year and beginning the year by kind of just doing a um, inventory of what has happened and celebrating those wins, especially is something that I, I think is so necessary. I think it's even more impactful when you have a team because we can always go and kind of minimize the impact that we've had. But I think as a leader, it's so important that we do that for our teams. And, and we often forget that as we do, our, our team will do. So if we're yeah. not celebrating the wins, then our team won't celebrate those wins. So doing an inventory, obviously, you know, especially in the beginning of the year, you want to get an idea of like what goals you're you're going to try to tackle and what those look like. But I, I say more than anything else, for those type A people that I'm sure are listening to this that are trying to maximize their morning routines, make sure that you are taking the time to celebrate taking the time to celebrate that I did eat lunch today is something that's important because there was once a time that I, that wasn't a celebration. So um, I think it's those small things that are huge things that we really should celebrate is one of the biggest things you can do. Well put. I really like that. My husband and I do celebratory dinners. Every quarter, mm. we have a list of things we're grateful for. We just go out and eat. If we get lobster, we go lavish dinner, but we are mindful of why we're having this dinner. So be to be grateful and, and and appreciate the wins that we've had in the last two months, in the last three months. So I love that you said it to celebrate the small wins because they really revs the brain and reminds the brain that we like this. We like this accomplishment. We like what we just did. Let's repeat it because, you know, that's training your, your, your subconscious mind to produce, to become more productive and have something to look forward to as well. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, tell us, um, where can we find you? Your podcast, CB Nation. We, um, where can, how can we connect with you? Yes, absolutely. So I have all the the links and insights from the digital marketing from blue16media.com, um, cbnation.co, the podcast, I'm CEO podcast. You can find that at imgresh.com that has links to everything. And even to, I have a list of uh, a thousand things um, from a thousand podcasts that I learned about a hundred or so things, one of them being how important the morning routine is. Yeah. So you can definitely check that all out at imgresh.com. No, perfect. Now, Gresh, tell us one quote. Leave us with one quote. We love quotes. It gets us thinking. Let's provoke our thoughts. <laughs> Give us a quote you want to leave us with. Yeah, one of my absolute favorite quotes is something I told myself over and over again, which is, don't tell me the sky is the limit when there's footprints on the moon. And I think that I have kind of a defiant, I guess, attitude. And, and I've been told many times that, you know, I'm not going to be able to do this. I'm not going to be able to do that. But that quote, really stuck with me because I think people don't realize that something can be done until somebody does it. And we need to have that mentality. I know entrepreneurs have that mentality. So that's one of the quotes I want to leave you with. I love that. Don't tell me the sky's the limit that when there's footprints on the moon. I drop. Um, Gresh, <laughs> it's been an honor and pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us today. I appreciate you so much. Thank you. Awesome. Well, all right, morning enthusiasts. That's it for today's show. Thank you for tuning in. If you love the best morning routine ever podcast, we'd love to hear from you. So go ahead and subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes or Google Play. While you're at it, tell a friend about the show. Be sure to visit bestmorningroutineever.com and our Facebook group to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic free bonus content. Until next time. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.